0: of the corona shutdown
1: week
0: yeah. 3 well, yeah, well I've been I swear calling... it's like
1: the second official week
0: yeah it is the second
2: official since it's the, the government it's Sec- yeah. yeah, third weekend yeah
1: Yeah. well third Sunday should I say that we've had to record quarantine but I think it's the second yeah. official week or full yeah. week
2: I've been calling these episodes self-isolation special so we need to find a new name because that's getting a bit old
1: yeah
0: Anyway, all right, let's get into it. Hot seat. Yeah. I think it's me this week? No, you. i in the hot seat. No,
2: I think
1: weren't me it not you last week. No, it was Peter last week. It was week. Peter, yeah, it was Peter last yeah,
2: week. Yeah, it was me last week, yeah. All
1: right, well, you can no, go. No, I think I think it's you, actually, because two weeks ago, it I was. I was in a hot seat because you two went the week before. Yeah. And yeah. last week was Peter. So okay, so, so this week is you. Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, let's yeah. go. Okay. Let's okay. Go. Um,. As a Christian, mm-hmm. how should we respond to them 3,000 people that went to Brockwell Park to
0: sunbathe? Mm. Um, I think as Christians, we are called to listen Stone to our down. leaders. No, 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 I mean, you can, and they ask for forgiveness because of grace. But outside, <laughs> <laughs> outside of that, um, I think it's our job to... Do what do what we've been told to do and leave and leave um punishing them to the authorities and stuff wait wait what do you mean
1: um what should we do as Christians actually how should we respond to them so whether it's responding to the situation whether it's responding to them in the, as individuals or as a collective how should we respond to that how should we respond to that because now Brockwell Park's po- uh, closed it's like 22 degrees outside and no one can go Brocco Park because my name decided to about sunbathe.
0: Well, to be honest, during quarantine, you're not really sup- sup- supposed to be frolicking in the parks like that. You're supposed to be, if you're going out, it should be for exercise, like chilling in the park is exercise. So, like, you should be keeping, you should be on the move if you're outside. If not, stay
1: <laughs> They're rolling around. <laughs> They're on the grass rolling. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think I saw, I think I saw someone today in a park, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was topless at everything, just like in the newspaper on the bench living life
1: bro the way the way they've actually said that if we continue like going to the parks and stuff they're even going to lock off the one excursion out to exercise mm. stay at home
0: but I think once they do that that's when problems will start because people people this, are already finding it hard to stay inside with.
2: Here's, here's a here's a controversial um, point of view though I think this is the benefit of sometimes having like a little bit less democracy because you look at China, they said lockdown, it was lockdown. Like it wasn't, it wasn't none of this, yeah, lockdown, please. It was just, it was just Bro. lockdown. You know that. what, I
1: love, I love the the Italian take on it. Have you seen the Italian <laughs> the um, news reports of the mayors telling people about the lockdowns? Yeah. yeah. No, seen it. so one mayor said, if you have a gathering, we're going to call, the the police are going to come down with (laughs) flamethrowers separate your cabin. One mayor went out and there was this guy walking on the street and he's like, do you not understand lockdown? Do you think you're Will Smith from I Am Legend? Yeah. Yeah. I I saw, I
0: saw, I I think in Rwanda where like, if you get caught, caught, they've been taking people to like a football stadium and like making them sit down for the whole day. Like,
1: no, I, someone sent someone sent videos of India. I think it's somewhere in India where people are being flogged. Mad. I think it's for India or Sri Lanka, but people are being flogged if you're seen outside. The police are flogging you.
2: Mm. It's, it's it's mad though because the the government will can only threat police intervention, but I don't think the British police is equipped or um, capable of not enforcing the lockdown.
1: I if this was America, boy, ain't, ain't no one coming out. God, them men are already on a madness. Yeah,
0: it's, it's all trigger happy.
1: Fuck.
0: And yeah. I feel like I feel like Britons are just waiting for a reason to riot. Hmm. I thought what are just enemies of progress for no reason whatsoever.
1: Yeah, we kind of deviate from the from the question. I know. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, I think this could be used as a lesson in grace. You know, just because people are being pagans doesn't doesn't mean that you should you should be too harsh on them. Because um, in the same way we're giving giving grace for for, um, for the sins we we commit, we should be giving grace as circumstances apply. That can be one approach. Another approach, I think, the approach I would use is just ignore them and do what you know you're supposed to be doing, and those around you are supposed to be doing. Um, I think that right now. We are limited to the contact we can have with people, anyway. Um, so yeah, not trying to instigate trouble. Um, I'm part of this uh, music music school group, and, um, uh, and one parent must have put up one video, um, which has had really religious um, connotations on it, and then one other parent got offended and said she was offended, and then left the group. <laughs> so so i don't know just 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 like try and be mindful to everyone in these these try in these times because um you might stir something up that you can't control or Mm. or like handle the results of i think that's how i answer that question
2: cool mo are you happy with that yep I was, I think, following on, and that would be my, um, my, sorry, not sorry, um, because of the effect. Like the whole idea of the lockdown is to literally flatten the curve. You know, as, as has been yeah. said, um, or as as has become like a bit of a buzzword. But quite literally, the significance of people being locked down or, or reducing contact is is really like it's really palpable. You're you're, look, you're looking at a infection rate of 15 people versus two and a half people if you know if you you are observing the quarantine so Mm -hmm. I think it's a bit more or there should be or actually let me ask this don't you think there should be a greater sort of urgency with making people quarantine because it affects everyone and it's not just like you could be doing what you're supposed to do but the 3,000 people that aren't are still going to be Propagating the the disease. So, what what's your response to that?
0: Um, I think that outside outside with like police officers and stuff, there's nothing that I have the power to do. If that makes sense. No, true. True. So so I feel like the reason we haven't gone down into full lockdown is because of the. Um, Boris Johnson's stance on, like, the whole thing. So, like, like, he's someone who's very much about people and their freedom. So, like, even coming to this place, like, we could have been in lockdown, like, two weeks earlier than we were. But I think he's tried to hold it off for as long as possible. And I think that's just because of his own personal political leanings. Um, So I think that we just need to trust that our government will do the right thing for the great amounts of people, even if that does mean locking people away, because um, they, they 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 can't listen. But, you but what's
2: your what's your response now that they're not doing that? Like the right thing to do would be to enforce as strict a lockdown as possible, um, because that's what will result in the quickest uh, sort of cut of the spread of this this virus. So now that they're not doing that, what's what's your response to that?
0: Um, again, <laughs> stay yours, do what you're supposed to do, <coughs> and just trust that those who have the power to enforce this will enforce us eventually. Eventually, eventually, optimism. Well, it'll, it'll, it'll ha- it'll, it will be eventually because otherwise. It's it's just gonna it's just going, to, it's just going to continue to spread and then they'll be like all right now nah, nah, now it's gonna be a proper lockdown thing.
1: Mm. I don't I I personally don't think that Britain or the UK will be able to enforce that. Mm. I mm. don't either, but
0: um I think I I think if eventually they might try and then there'll be like a negative reaction to it.
2: What such as that uh, uh, riots and stuff.
0: Yeah. Mm. And like I think people who, who a lot of people who, who 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 be writing won't won't be writing because they're outraged. It's because oh no,
2: it's, it's opportunity. opportunity, yeah, yeah, yeah it's opportunity.
0: opportunity.
1: And no. the, the thing for me as well is that like, so we um them are not going out like flagrant disrespect of yeah. um regulations and stuff like that. But then you're going to more than likely you're gonna go shopping. Yeah. and like the disease that, from what i remember from correct it takes 14 weeks and uh, 14 days incubation
2: yeah yeah
1: so well, you have well, up to you 14,
2: symptoms, yeah.
1: before you start seeing symptoms so you've got 14 yeah. days to spread it before you even recognize that you this have it yourself problem, so we're all going to go shopping
2: yeah
1: and then you're going to be potentially touching the produce and the food and the stuff that other people are going to be touching
2: yeah. and
1: even with them <laughs> adhering to quarantine and stuff you're going to go now and by your selfish actions, you're going to then infect them this even though okay. they've been quarantined. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: people, people don't care until, of... it hits, until it hits them or someone they know.
1: Exactly. And just by, by means the of them going shopping, they've now been exposed to your stupidity.
0: Yeah.
2: But then, you see, this is the thing, like, I, I completely get that maybe riots could be a potential negative response and not, as you said, not because people are um, Outrage, or because anything's being done wrong, but quite literally because there's now opportunity to be stupid and, you know, maybe go in and steal something or whatever. But I feel like the rats we had. In Tottenham. Was it ten years ago? Oh, it was all over, wasn't it? it, it yeah, it was all over.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and Clatton's you know, action th- just all over the gas
2: Well, even, even Croydon even you know, yeah, without really yeah, like yeah, it, it was it was silly, but. I would have hoped that government would have learnt something from that and maybe figured out how to, you know, control something like that better. Because you know, if it's happened once, it can happen again. Yeah.
1: I was I was hearing a lot of conspiracy theories about that, but this this is not an episode for that.
2: <laughs> but anyway, cool. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, Robin. There isn't there isn't much that we can do apart from be upset that the government isn't doing what they should. But, well, and
1: it's like to a degree. I sympathise because I'm like I in London I have a rare luxury of having a garden mm. I say rare loosely because everyone on my street has got gardens mm. but it's like even if there was a full lockdown I can yeah. still technically go outside and exercise yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: but for like those in like flats and shared accommodations and stuff like that like how does that then affect you Yeah. so I, yeah. I can kind of see it. it's like I'm in a fortunate position where I've got green space right outside Mm. That I'm still isolated and secluded and stuff. Um, But yeah, it's it's still a case of like, we've got to do what we've got to do to flatten this curve. Yeah.
2: It's just silly. It's just silly. It's like, yeah, I think I'm partly upset at the government for not being strong enough to do what needs to be done. Yeah, I'm also upset at the media for not You know, initially the media was just sensationalizing everything with just the deaths and, you know, Mm -hmm. people are dying, people are dying, people are dying. The response to that was people were then going to just look at the data a bit more and be like, well, it's a certain category of people that are dying. Unfortunately, but it's still just a certain category of people that are dying. Therefore, we don't have to take you as seriously. And now it's like what they should have been doing was educating from the get go. This is what it is. This is how we can solve it because we don't have a vaccine. We don't have a cure. But no one thought to do that. It just—it's just—it's just annoying. That's all. And uh, yeah, but I'll jump off my soapbox. Let's uh, let's go, man. I'm happy with the song. No, I'm sorry.
0: Cool. All right. Let's get into the episode today. So, who mm. knows what this weekend is? Easter. In Palm the, well, Sunday. The, is it Palm
1: Sunday today? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Hey, that's how you know you didn't, you didn't
2: even know that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're about to tell us about how it's some other Sunday.
1: All right, let's
0: go. So, in the world of sports, what weekend is it this week? Oh, no is idea. it
2: M- is it NBA or Super? No, it's not Super Bowl. It's
0: not Super Bowl.
2: It? It's not NBA. Something. No,
0: is it football? Uh, let's think about who you're talking to. Come on, <laughs> what sports <laughs> weekend am I going to care about?
2: Is there volleyball uh, or something there. going on with wow. female volleyball?
0: That's <laughs> your... <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Pokemon so this battles. week is WrestleMania week. Um, we oh can. yeah, okay, oh, okay, okay,
1: okay, 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 okay. They're still
2: going on with it, aren't they?
1: They still They're they, they still going wow. on. Yeah, so okay. like they've, they like how s- how are they social distancing in, in wrestling?
0: rough legit. They're like they they've been
2: yeah, with the
0: wrestlers are ah. still in contact with each other, aren't they? Wrestlers are, are still in contact. But yeah, bending. Apart, yeah, apart from the wrestlers and uh cameramen and stuff, empty. Wow. It's, so I'm,
1: so I'm, I'm guessing the wrestlers are being tested before this.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, like, some of them have, like, even pulled out because they've, they've had symptoms or, like, Roman Reigns has been battling with, like, leukemia. So he's, he's like, immunocompromised. So he was like, no, nah, yeah, Best <laughs> don't get paid Do they still get?
1: Of this. And you might not know this, but would they still get paid if they're like, no, nah, I'm not doing
2: Did... well, it? You know, I think they're on a contract, aren't they? They're on yeah, like no, a trying, contract.
0: Contract, but like yeah. f- for that stuff like bonuses, if you're not on WrestleMania, you're not gonna get the WrestleMania bonuses and stuff. Oh, okay, so
2: yeah. Well, I think uh, as opposed to like MMA, where everyone's an independent contractor, so if you don't fight, you don't get paid. I think with Re- with WrestleMania, so long as you're on the roster, you get something. Well, not with WrestleMania, but with wrestling, because they're all part of the employees of WWE. Yeah. So they all get something, you know, for being mm. on the roster. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yesterday was the first night of of the WrestleMania. Um, some 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 interesting title changes and that. But that's not what I want to talk about. So anyway, so wait,
2: th- just just two seconds. Do you remember Hulk Hogan? I do. So, you remember when he would do the Hulk Mania thing where he would, like, listen to the crowd for energy? Yeah. Him, you know? That means he can't do that anymore with an
1: <laughs> Just hear crickets. That, that would be a dope sound effect. I would. Oh, no.
2: I'm still, still going to get beaten. No, sorry, Robert, carry on.
0: Well, yeah. So, like, since since um, this, this like, Corona thing um, has been been happening, WWE have been given access to their, um, to, like, their old pay-per-views for free and stuff, which has right. been great.
1: All pay per views. Yeah. Okay. So
0: like, so like WrestleMania, SummerSlams, all the big ones, they've they, they've been let less people watch for free, mm. and they've also like upped um, like the the like um, matches that that they've been putting on on YouTube and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the one that came up the other day was Goldberg versus The Rock. Mm. I, I think it was Backlash two thousand and three, and and it was and in this match it was. This was just when The Rock was making his transition to Hollywood and stuff. So I think this was like one of his last matches. And I was just sitting there watching it and I was just thinking, raw, like The Rock actually made the transition from wrestling to becoming like one of the biggest actors in Hollywood.
2: Yeah.
0: And like no other wrestler has, has been able to, to like make that transition.
2: Like H- Hogan track- did,
0: kind of. Yeah, but not to the level of The Rock though. No, no,
2: not to yeah. the level of yeah. The Rock, no. Mm.
0: John Cena's trying now Batista's done a bit but no one's no one has has been able to do it to the level of The Rock mm. and then, yeah and that's what I to just, just to talk about about today just, just, mm. just like this this idea of being in the right place in the right time or do you think it was destiny or or, or, or what do you think it was that, that has allowed The Rock to be in that position which has allowed him to get to Hollywood superstardom so I think, I, yeah. Oh, no, go for it. Cool. So I was gonna say, there's um,
2: <coughs> I say this thing in uh inconsistency inevitably invalidates intensity, and I say that because no matter how you know you, you can go hard Stupid one day, you can go hard. <laughs> <laughs> you can go hard one day, but if you don't go hard tomorrow or the day after, or you're not consistent with it, that intensity gets invalidated because you're not being consistent. And I think with The Rock, I see a lot of, or at least initially initially, at least initially it was a lot of quantity over quality. It was just he was in all the movies. He was in Scorpion King. He was in uh, The Rundown. He was in Standing Tall. He was just doing the movies. And I think that sort of um, consistency of he was in movies, even if he was being typecast, even if he was just, you know, the big ethnically ambiguous, you know, guy. He was he was just he was just making himself available. And then you've got social media, which also made it such that people then have access to him. So I think it was for, for the rock at least, I think it was just consistency. It was just consistently working, 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 working that catapulted him too, you know, and even on social media that's part of the working. But I think that's what catapulted him to the level that he is at now. And he's still consistent with the Instagram. He's still consistent with, you know, connecting with his, his fans and stuff like that. So I think consistency. I think he is like a, a poster child for consistency.
1: Yeah, I was going to say as well. Um, I, you see on YouTube, I'm not sure if you guys, if it comes on you, you guys' things, but because I watch like a lot of philosophical stuff,
2: um, I just watch sermons so I just get sermons
1: <laughs> clap for yourself clap, clap for yourself <laughs> um, like those um, listen to this in the morning to motivate you blah 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 stuff comes up on my feed quite a lot and um, I watched one that was by The Rock and he was just talking about he had the mindset that no one is going to out hustle him Mm, mm. so very much in line with what peter was saying that like no one was gonna out hustle him mm. so he would make sure that he gets up and he puts in the work and like yeah like he just went ham mm. and he knows his limitations in that like acting wise <clears throat> he's not the greatest
2: mm, he
1: knows mm. his limitation but he's like he he's not he's so he People may, may be able to like knock him for his acting skills, but they won't be able to knock him for his hustle. No. Mm. And so it, it, the one thing that he said that was interesting was that he um, aimed for Will Smith's agent, the agency that he uses to get films. Right. But he knew that he needed to be of a certain calibre and of, of a certain notoriety film-wise to be able to even like have a conversation there. Mm, mm. And so as he was having these conversations and doing all of these <coughs> things and banging out all of these films, he had that insight where he was like, nah, this this is what I want to get. Mm. And it almost plays into the notion of like um making a vision plain. That sort of notion where it's like this was the vision and he worked and towards it. Do. And it's, it's almost like the law of attraction and all of them things there. It kind of plays mm. into that, into that notion. Um mm. But there's been other people who have done the same thing and still haven't popped off. Yeah. And so just because it's works for one person doesn't mean that that's the silver bullet it. that's going to work for everyone. Mm. Um, and I heard one person say that just because you you hear trap stars like or guys in the trap or whatever become rappers doesn't mean that everyone from the trap <laughs> is able to become rappers. Yeah. It's almost like that that one in a million sort of situation. Mm. where you have managed to make it out doesn't Mm. necessarily mean that everyone can follow this path Mm. so yeah i think his work his work ethic has been immense yeah but as peter was saying as well i definitely think that his ability to connect with um humans Mm. outside of the screen yeah so he in as much as he's like this he's the rock like he's hench all of this but he's almost like the big friendly giant Mm. where he's lovable, even in that macho persona. Yeah. And so I think personally in his work ethic, the two of them meshed and have, have brought him where he is. So I think, um, I was reading a book that was talking about in your progression, you can never um negate luck. Mm-hmm. But we were, I, was, I would say you can never negate the grace of God. That goes above and beyond your abilities and whatever you can do, but this because like you can never negate luck, so it's like you should always put in hundred and ten percent, but know that for you to actually hit what you're what you're trying to hit, there's going to be an element of luck, like the right conversation at the right time, blah mm. blah blah, this and that, yeah. Just random side
2: there. note. Oh, I, oh, okay, I was just gonna say random side note. Would would you then say? The grace of God applies to. Non Christians who are successful, like a Beyoncé or like a Jay Z, and them as well.
1: I I would put that down under the common grace of God. So there's grace and there's common grace. So God yeah. caused the rain to fall on sinners and uns- uh, non sinners and blah blah blah. So it's like we <laughs> all enjoy God's grace to some degree. Mm. Um, but as Christians, we enjoy the fullness in that we have direct access to Him irrespective of whatever happens throughout life the fullness of God's grace is is a personal relationship with him mm. um, but we all enjoy God's grace to some degree now mm. whether we say that as luck or whatever um, yeah I would say no, it's, I would say I would say God's grace but God's common grace rather than the fullness of it mm. okay.
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: I was just gonna say that
0: no I, I, I was just gonna say that I think that um, Again, there, there, there is that element of quote unquote luck of like being a practice at the right time, but there's also the element of being prepared so that when you're in yeah. that situation, hundred and ten, you can you can um, make Taught the most changed. of the situation. Yeah. I, also, I also
2: think. Oh, sorry, sorry. Finish.
0: Off. I, I, I was gonna say like some people might get ten life changing opportunities in their life. You might just get one.
2: Mm.
0: So so you just you just have to make sure that when your one comes you've done everything physically, humanly possible to make sure that you are in the best position to make the most of that situation.
1: I I, I was, Peter, go for it. And then I'll come back to this point.
2: I was just just going to like um, drop in that. I think being diligent and working hard also puts you in those positions or puts you in the positions to get those life changing opportunities uh, as well. And I think, Sometimes that almost supersedes the luck aspect of it, um, mm. in that you know because you're working hard, because you're doing what you need to do, because you're di- you're being diligent, that sort of gets you to where you needed to go. Where you know maybe being the right place, being the right time, yeah, it's true. But I think hard work as well plays a big part.
1: Yeah, it's almost like proverbs where it says your gifts will put you before kings and stuff. <coughs> but even if that, my I
2: diligent in this craft in this craft will be found. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and
1: it, it's um ah, which plays exactly into what you're saying even mm-hmm. if that i i've i feel like people use that latch onto that scripture to just emphasize being diligent in your craft without recognizing that even though diligence in your craft will put you before kings it's the content of your character that's going to keep you there yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. so it's like if your character's crap. Like you're not going yeah, to stay there, there for there. long.
2: You Get kicked out quickly.
1: Exactly, yes. unless you're Trump. But swerve. Um, They've been trying. The, 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 you know he fired the company that started the indictment. For real. <laughs> he locked it off. He's like, no. He, he's a gangster. I got this for you. <laughs> he's a you want no smoke. Um, but yeah, in Robert's point in terms of... Repeat that again, please, Robert. Um,
0: You just just need to be as prepared as possible because you never know. Just so that when
1: your opportunity comes... Mm. Yes, yes. So it's like biblical narrative. How would David as a shepherd have prepared to have slain Goliath without being diligent with what God has placed before him? It's like being a shepherd and being a king are, like, humanly speaking are two different career paths. In as much as there's a lot of transferable skills.
2: Yeah, but I think I think that's what, um, I, I think maybe that's the essence of what Robert was saying in that in um, David being, you know, all, all he was was diligent with what he had. So mm-hmm. he was more than, he was prepared, he was, You know, skilled in killing the lion, killing the bears that would come after his sheep. So then that's that's the extent of what he could do. But it was those same things that got him to, you know, in front of, oh, well, and also, most importantly, relying on God. You know, relying on God to face the bear was what got him to rely on God to face the lion.
1: The reason I wanted to push on it is Mm. essentially because sometimes, and I've, I've, I've seen this, I've seen this reoccurring in my life in that. I have an idea as to what I want to work towards, mm. and I negate what God has put in front of me to work towards what I think I need to be working towards. So I'm, I'm being diligent, That's but in the wrong things. Mm, mm. And so there's the um, my current pastor, anyways, it was saying that when he first planted the church, God had to um, speak to him about being. I had to remind him and talk to him about being diligent with the ministry you have rather than the ministry you think you want. You want. Mm.
2: Mm. That's, that's big,
1: yeah. So yeah. it's very much like David was diligent as a shepherd. Mm. And that diligence as a shepherd then prepared him for what God had for him. Mm. Joseph was diligent. I mean, he wasn't diligent as a brother. Man was snitching out here. But wherever he went, he was diligent. Um, Potiphar's house he was diligent prison he was diligent and so when he got to in front of Pharaoh Pharaoh so was like uh, there's no one with your wisdom and, and like the, his his work work rate kind of preceded him as mm. he was trusting in God to get him to where he was meant to and even like with the disciples like t- from being fishermen to now being apostles that's the correlation is mad mm. obviously Jesus was like I'll make you fishers of men so I'm not quite sure if that. but even like Matthew the tax collector and blah 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 it's just like yeah they were just doing what was in front of them. And God stepped into their situation and transformed them and then moved them into something else. And so, yeah, um, I'm more, I'm convicted, as Peter was saying, it was almost like being diligent with what God has placed in front of you. Being Mm -hmm. diligent as a father, being diligent as a husband, being diligent as an employee, being diligent as whatever it is, and trusting in God to open the doors. Um, Mm -hmm. Which then goes against like the whole, it doesn't go against but it speaks something towards my aversion towards writing a vision, making it plain and like going after that. And I'm like, we could be going after I want to be the next billionaire, but mm. am I actually mm. stewarding the money that I have right? Oh.
2: Mm. Mm. No, I'm just much.
1: trying to work and get the most amount of money, but am mm. I actually stewarding, am I tithing, am I like am I honouring God with the money that I do have? Mm. Mm. So, yeah, Thank that's that's like a, a, um, a version for me in that um, whole vision, working towards it, this and that. But, yeah, because I'm just convicted to be diligent to what God has put in front of me. Gotcha.
0: Yeah.
1: Just going back to what you are saying before, Moses,
0: about <coughs> there being common grace and then the grace of those who are um, under God. Yes. Um, do you think that, so with that, do you think that as Christians we should expect more life-changing opportunities to be, put in our path than non-christians
1: no no cuz i think i think riches or poverty is not a measure of god's grace
2: that's your opinion penny. Hinn. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, right?
1: apparently apparently he's um he he denounced he, he did, he did yeah
2: yeah which is which is actually why i felt it's okay to use him because he denounced it himself yeah. so
1: it's okay it's like some people have taken the poverty vow which mm. I think is the other extreme end of prosperity gospel. Mm. It's like, I I am always mindful of the prayer in Proverbs 30, where the guy says, give me neither riches that I will forget you or poverty that I will, that I will profane your name, but give me what I need for today. Yeah. Now, what I need for today, maybe a hundred pounds. What mm. I need for tomorrow, maybe 250 pounds but it's give me what I need. So it almost it's very much in line with give us today our daily bread. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, give us just what is sufficient for today that we may continue trusting in you for our day to day. So yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like um, God's grace for the church necessarily means that you're going to be richer, you're going to be healthier, you're going to be this or that. I feel that that is specifically speaking to the the quality of the relationship that you have with him. Mm. And just that you are now no longer subject to eternal wrath and condemnation, Mm. but rather in Christ, you are now an heir, co-heirs. Which,
2: which which really is worth much more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Than anything else. So it's like, yeah. And, um, throughout the Bible, especially within the wisdom books, it speaks about, um, like wicked people getting evil gain but it being laid up for the rich and blah 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 this and that. Not necessarily like Spack talking we're trying to plunder. But yeah, let's put that to the side. Um but more we have, so we just, haven't
2: heard from them in a while.
1: Ah, uh, they're still active. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs> it's it's more so that there's a recognition that the wicked in the world do still prosper. Yeah they do still prosper, whilst the righteous in the world sometimes, unfortunately, suffer. And as Paul says, those who seek to live a righteous life in Christ will suffer persecution. Yeah. So, if anything, God's, the fullness of God's grace assures you persecution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I'm not sure if that answers the question. But
0: no, no, that answers that answers it. Um. So, what kind of what so what kind of prayers do you find yourself praying, like being in like the creative fields where it is about catching the eye of like potential clients?
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah. So, 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 so like, what's what's like the kind of prayer, or like the mindset that as Christians we should have with, with these kind of things? Like, should we like should we be expecting on God to give us opportunities or just be like, it is what it is.
1: I, so, <laughs> what kinds of <coughs> prayer we should be praying? I found that recently my prayer has been, forgive me for my pride, because um, I've recognised that there's been, exactly as you said, it's almost like, it's almost like a, um, a personal trainer. You are a walking billboard for, for your, like, for your services. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't trust a fat personal trainer. (laughs) I I just wouldn't. (laughs) Like you need to be in some sort of shape. It's like, I need to be able to be like, I want a physique or I want something that you're offering. And so as a creative, we need to have the set. We need to have a portfolio that demonstrates something that the person wants. And so it's very much about, do you like my work? are you willing to pay me for the sort of work that I'm doing? And because for the most part, art is an expression of ourselves, the way that we see, the way that we <clears throat> engage with the world. Initially, anyways, if someone doesn't like your work, you can take it as a rejection of yourself. As in like, you don't like me because I produce this work. So if you don't mm-hmm. like it, then clearly you don't. this is it's not like, yeah, it's like, it, it's almost like a programmer if someone picks apart your program and it's, like, it's ineffective, essentially, it's saying that the way you think is ineffective. Mm. Because, like, it's your logic that you've programmed into a code. Now, we do recognise that we can be a bit more efficient, we can change and blah, 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 but effectively, the person is saying, that like, your logic is a bit long-winded. Mm. So, yeah, I feel like... Um, Coming back to you, trusting in God and should we be trusting in God for clients and blah blah? blah. Simple answer is yes. Every every client that comes my way, every client that inquires, every person that's like, Oh, I want you to shoot, I'm just like, Thank you, God. So, see, it's God that's opening the door, which makes it difficult because when people aren't coming, I'm like, God, why aren't you sending people? Mm. But at the same time, again, there's diligence within the craft. There's diligent, on my, And it's like, this is something that I am currently wrestling with. So it's interesting that you bring up the question. I'm currently wrestling with it because it's, it's a case in which, as a creative, whether or not I get paid, I am still a creative. Whether or not, like, I'm making a living out of this, I would still take pictures. I would still write. Would, potentially, I'll still make videos. But now this has become my livelihood but I still can't lose the sense of, no, this is part of who God has created me to be, to create. And so there's that fine line between, and it's almost, and it, it's, it, it, it can be compared to like pastors and stuff as well. Cause it's, is your relationship with God only for your congregation or are you, do you have a personal relationship with God yourself?
2: Mm.
1: so are you personally engaging with creativity or is it just a means to get money Mm. and so there's there's that challenge and for me it has to be for me personally it has to be that I am personally engaging with creativity because that's who God has made me Mm. and then trusting in God to be like if a door opens thank you God if a door doesn't open cool you're not you're you're going to give me what I need for today so, yeah, there's there's a great level of trust, especially in this climate now where the arts is just going mad. Um, mad but, yeah, there's, for me currently, uh, it, there's a real personal challenge, a real personal challenge where it's just like, yeah, um, I, I have been doing art to get paid. I have been pursuing it to get paid, but it's like, that's not what God gave it to me for. God give mm. didn't give you your aptitude or your intelligence or your IQ just to, just to earn a payslip, mm. but to enjoy him and to enjoy the life that he's given you. Like everything that we've been given from our, our hobbies, our wants, our desires, everything that we've been given, even our physical bodies, first and foremost is for us. What? Uh, I don't say first and foremost, <laughs> but it's for us. Mm. Where it's like, God has given us this gift And our response is almost bro are you scraping your face with a knife? (laughs) I'm concentrating. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like God has given us this gift and we need to receive this gift and then offer it back up to God through service to those around us.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And so in me receiving what God has given me I need to recognise that God has given it to me. And I And it's almost like our salvation. God has saved us in as much as he's saving his bride. And so as he saved us, our relationship with God is our salvation. As we receive that, we're then like, all right, we love you because you first loved us. And we love those around us because you have first loved us. And so because you have laid down your life for us, we are able to lay down our lives for you by laying it down for those around us we're able to serve those around us as our service to you to to live as um to be living sacrifices um so yeah there's that personal challenge where it's just like as creatives i do feel we ought to steward right what god has given us but that takes into consideration recognizing that god has given it to us Mm. whilst we're still offering it to the world and so God comes before the world. If God opens doors, even when doors are open, we still need to be like, God, like, yeah, should we go through this and stuff like that? I've, I've rambled on a bit because I'm still like processing it myself and so I'm currently going through it. So it's something that I'm being challenged on. So I've kind of rambled through it. But yeah, um, opportunities as a creative, I believe it's given by God. I believe the doors are open by God. Um, but in saying that, even in terms of Joshua, when they first crossed over into the promised land and one of their neighbors tricked them into thinking that they were far off, they didn't inquire of God. Yeah. And so even in thinking that this opportunity is given by God, I still would um, encourage all creatives and even just people looking for jobs in general, still inquire, still inquire. God is like, are you leading me down this path? Um, yeah. Even if like you prayed about it and then the doors open I still be like ask. Yeah. Yeah. Ask. 100%. Yeah.
0: Mm. Kid Pete, um how how would you say your relationship with possessing yourself creatively is different seeing as it's not your your nine to five necessity, need of income yeah, source? Yeah.
2: I think one of the reasons why it isn't is because I I I for lack of a better word, I lack the faith to pursue it. Um oh. you know, pursue it just completely. Um and, do you think, I'm,
0: do you, think you have the talent to be able to and pursue it completely?
2: Damn, bro. Bro,
1: bro, oh, no, whoa, no, no. Whoa. whoa bro, bro. I'll 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 say it I'll say it. Um, rather, because if you say I have got the talent, it, it can be very much perceived as being prideful. Yeah, no, that's but, what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, no, no, I've no, seen... no. The question was Cold though <laughs> <laughs> you have the talent? Do you... <laughs> I feel like um, talent without hard work is pointless. Hard mm. work beats talent if talent doesn't work.
2: work yeah, so whether
1: whether Peter is talented or not, his work rate and his work ethic alone is immense. Like when when, when he was sure. putting when he was putting in the work, um, in terms of like Nancy meets and stuff like that, bro. Every Saturday, man was like he was on job. So it's Don't like sure. even if even if like what talent isn't there, because like, I can't. I've seen Peter's work and it's good, but I won't be able to comment on whether he thinks he's got a talent for it or a natural knack for it or anything. Um, he's got a very technical eye, especially in photography and stuff like that. But yeah, his work rate is 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 brilliant. So, yeah, even if he didn't, but he's been putting in work for like two, three years. I reckon by now, fam, man, will be shooting for a Samuel Jackson and thing. <laughs> Yo.
2: <laughs> Shout out, Kevin.
1: <laughs> Done up.
2: No, no, I no, appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I think, um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, what being hard, being working hard is obviously important. Like I don't know if I've got the talent for it I wouldn't know until I try it isn't it but um, I'll definitely work hard at it the thing for me is um, yeah I, I don't I I've, first I don't feel God is calling me to do that that's the first thing and secondly I think he's not calling me to do that because he knows I don't, I don't have the <laughs> faith to do that <laughs> it's like let me not give you more than you can bear but um, I think that because of that because it's not my 9 to 5 there is a um it's maybe slightly easier to say i don't feel that peace with this customer i don't feel that peace with this you know sort of thing like with the podcast for instance that i edit it's like it's it's there's there's a freedom and, and it's not as much a temptation to say i'm going to edit every podcast because it's like I don't have to. And so for that reason, I'm able to say, nah, I do want to know what the podcast is about and where you stand in your relationship with God and whether or not I want to be, you know, feeding myself, whatever it is that you're doing as I'm editing your podcast kind of thing. And it's like, there is that freedom um, because it is at my 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 nine to five. Whereas uh, I think that's, and I think that's God's grace as well, because maybe if it was, I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't be able to have that sort of integrity and say, no, I don't believe in this and so I can't do it sort of thing. Um, but because it isn't, I think there's more freedom for me to really sort of um, measure it up against whether or not it's what God wants me to do. Um, as a host, if you need, if it's your paycheck, I think that takes a lot more character to be able to say that. And I don't know if I've got that character. But
1: yeah, maybe it's not, not yet. Yeah. It's, it's definitely something that, moving into Rise and Subscribes, and as much as Rise and Subscribes is a company that is much bigger than just taking pictures and shooting videos and stuff. Um, it was something that I wrestled with a lot, wrestled mm. with it. And even now, like, Gems is putting on, like, great workshops and stuff during the lockdown. And my first question is, what, what's, what's the cash flow saying? We've got enough to pay these people, yeah. Um, mm. And so I definitely think it's something that is... It's like you can only build faith when you step out of the boat. Mm. Yeah. So it's like as you step out, every step that you take, hopefully it kind of builds and we don't end up in a position where it's just, I'm sinking, catch me. Um, but even if that, it was remarkable because I heard a preacher saying, the scripture says that Peter, when Peter started sinking, he said, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus reached out his, out hand, his hand and pulled him and out. Stay. And so he was literally right in front of Jesus. Mm. He had walked that far, and that's when he started to sink, mm. um, which which I find really remarkable. Um, mm. So I definitely feel like faith is something that is built with every mm. step of obedience.
2: Yeah.
1: With every lived experience with God, our faith yeah. is built. Um, I think, so I, think I, did, the important,
2: yeah. I think one of the important things you said there is it's a step of obedience. Mm. There had to be that call, Peter, come yeah. to come yeah. to me, as yeah. opposed to,
1: Yeah. Yo, I'm All just right, going to walk because I've got faith. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, have to swim. yeah
1: bro so yeah i definitely i definitely think that so um for anyone who might be listening thinking about taking the jump this and that again let it be a step of obedience rather than one of like vainglory or anything like that because yeah. yeah. like yeah it's...
2: or pride and thinking that, yeah yeah i got the talent or whatever still i think
1: because sometimes it's just like you step into it thinking i've got the talent and you realize that bro like i'm, I'm not built for this
2: yeah mm-hmm. Robert, what about yourself? Like, how do you position yourself um, creatively? What, um, what guides those decisions?
0: To be honest, I feel like I've always been in a position where the opportunities have come to me. <laughs> so it's a thing of, is, it's a thing of like someone will say, "Hey, we need X, Y, and Z." Oh, I mm-hmm. can do that. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I think I'm a person who is, I'm good at doing a lot of, a lot of different things maybe not to like a very high standard but to mm. a good enough standard that people could come to me and say Robert can you do this sort of thing mm. Mm. Um,
1: And Jack of all trades
0: yes and um, I don't think I've been given the entrepreneurial spirit so mm. I think I would be starting a business of my own full time kind of thing mm. but I think I, always, I will always have side hustles and they all seem to come at a time when I need the extra money
2: yeah which is great yeah
1: <laughs> well, I'll yeah. Be providing hey bro yeah nah yeah 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 that's good that's dope and it's, yeah. it's like in situations like this I envy people like you two uh, I say envy loosely I mm. say envy loosely but it's just like I'm just like if I am allowed to get a part-time job, or get something else, and kind of do this on the side, life would be so much easier. Mm. But my wife is right beside me, just saying no, it won't be. But <laughs>
2: well, the the funny thing is, that we used to have this marching song in uh, in Ghana when I was younger. Yeah. The rich men envy the poor men, the poor men envy the rich, <laughs> and it's like I've found myself, and it's not even it's not even a rich poor thing, but I found yeah. myself envying guys like Kevin. And, and yourself and yourself who are able to and even even in my new church you know people that are um maybe it's just one person working and the other person's at home you know watching over the kids and it's like they're able to dedicate themselves entirely to whatever their passion is or whatever their talents are whereas it's like i'm thinking there's eight hours maybe nine hours of my day that are dedicated to <laughs> nine hours of my day that are dedicated to this work which the again man. well it, it, even then it's like luckily i find it super you know super interesting super um engaging however it's like those nine hours if i was applying that to whatever else you know how how different would life be so it's like there's there's envy again loose loosely but there's envy both ways i think and i think it's just about Steal it in and be happy with it, and, and steal it in what God has given you yeah. and called you to do. Yeah, yeah. And I, have
1: to, I have to say, sorry, quickly. I have to say, I'm not built for a nine to five. Like, <laughs>
2: I'm
1: not. I'm not built for it. My wife mm. will testify. Every job, every testifying
2: now. <laughs> All right, we heard that. Every, well.
1: every job that I've had, I've been frustrated with.
2: Yeah.
1: Every single from the time that I started working every single job I've been frustrated with but I have not been frustrated with this. Mm. Mm. It's like I might have been frustrated financially blah blah, blah but the job itself no nah. mm. and it, it's like there's there's that freedom so yeah I think even in the challenges and the faith and stuff like that just knowing that this this is what I did genuinely feel that God has called me to mm. I would like to get another job just to but no God this is what God has called me to and mm. so there is that again comes back to the step of obedience, trusting in God um, and recognising that, bro, you can have a secure nine to five and still get made redundant tomorrow. Yeah. Very true. So the the reality is not like, oh yeah, like the paycheck is secure, blah, blah, blah. Bro, like anything, COVID could happen. Man, them losing Mm. their jobs overnight.
2: COVID happened. (laughs) COVID happened. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Man, them losing their jobs overnight. And it's mad. Um, but even within this, just seeing God come through over and, over and over and over and over and over again, you would think that my faith would be sky high right now. But I'm still like, God, why I go on for this? I haven't got any new role, nah. But by grace we've got new role. That's a by grace have got new <laughs> role. Right, easy, I'm easy, just easy, it, easy, easy, easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yo, but yeah, always
2: just... there's always newspaper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that takes me right back to Ghana, you know. Peter just Trust. said there's always newspaper. That's a, that's, I'm that's a, the that's toilet. That's... toilet. Hey, you man heard about um the um sewage people had to like unblock toilets because people were using um, toilet alternatives. Yeah. For real. Yeah.
0: Oh Just quickly going back to the to the envy thing. Uh, mm. People just need to remember that mm. the thing you're envying this person is your perception of what that person's life is.
1: Hundred. Mm. Hundred. Hundred. So like
0: yeah. having yeah. having those extra nine hours may seem great until you're there, you, got like, to no inspiration.
1: <laughs> you got nothing to do. No inspiration. You got nothing to do, and you
0: still got bills <laughs> to pay. For real. For real. Mm. So just kind of uh, be happy with, with like the lot you've been given.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But don't stay there forever. Elevate, rise.
2: Hey. Hey Noah. Hey, Noah.
1: <laughs> My son's just getting involved in a podcast. He's learning to crawl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I think that would be a nice place to end up for today. Yeah. Um, check out the WWE, you know, the, the pay-per-views are still free, so go and check them out. Is that your hookup? It might, it might just have to be. I'm, go check out NXT, because NXT is just so live. Mm.
1: This is how you know that whatever you're talking about, I don't... NXT, I, I'm thinking the, com, the computer uh, component uh, shop, because there's a computer <laughs> manufacturer. I think and NTX, N- N- no, I think it's NZX, whatever, I was just thinking computer parts.
0: Is that uh, wrestling
1: so, as well, yeah? Yeah,
0: so like, um, NXT is WWE's, uh, it it was their developmental brand, so like, whenever they brought, brought, um, brought in new recruits, they would be in NXT for a bit, to just to like, polish up their skills, and then they get moved on to, the, on, on to the other two rosters. Okay. But now, it's, it's like, become its whole entity of itself, and the level Dope. of wrestling is just too sick on there. So, mm. Peter, what's your hookup?
2: My hookup is a Jonathan McReynolds song, uh, God is good. Uh, just mm. the words, yeah, the, the lyrics are very um, apropos for such yeah. a time as this. Yeah. And
1: James it put me boils to that down, song, down to, uh, yeah,
2: it, it boils down to the fact that you know our troubles, our bad days, the prayer is that those will just show us that yes. we need God. Yes. God
1: is good. So
2: I'll link that one down in the uh, description for you guys.
1: I think my um, hookup, no, no, I don't think I know. My hookups is a song from SO, Imposters. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I stumbled across the song this week, and bro, it's it's mm. bumped its way all the way up on my Spotify, play, um, Spotify um, recommended stuff, because yeah. they kind of post up the song that you listen to the most Yeah. at the top of your thing. Yeah, it's bumped its way up. That's um, awesome. Yeah, like, stop though and yeah. so, S-O back in
2: his uh, grime
0: sort of flow come back. on yeah he's kind
1: of sounding a bit jillish and that
0: yeah cool. anyway thank you for listening guys <laughs> bro <laughs> <was> disrespectful so <laughs> you know what you mean bro <laughs> you the deep anyways give <laughs> yeah. grime and drill to the grime drill artist this ain't gospel drill or gospel
1: grime yeah Sounds like it. This is just a British
2: have you heard of gospel
1: song, like artist. I dropped it in the group. You did. Have you, have you heard it, Robert? It. I haven't. So I listen to it. Respect yes. yourself. Go listen to it. Not on podcast because we ain't we ain't got clearance like that.
2: No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> Please, I like it, so I don't. know, I don't know. have beef with him.
1: All right, cool. All right. Um, shout
0: out to the for the intro outro music. Calvin Turner for the Order me amazing logo. You can find us at Twitter at the Furnace UK. You can email us at tbsfurnaceathotmail You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Blacks Furnace with no an apostrophe. And all good podcasting like, apps with Furnace with an apostrophe. I think that's it.
2: Ooh, 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 ooh. Can I shout out my no. the other podcast? No. So <laughs> reason to behold. <laughs> no. <laughs> reason to behold. They did a double um, a double episode uh, release this week. Uh, one's the coronavirus update, and they just talked about that a little bit. Um, you might find yours truly on there. Uh, and they called out you too as well. So at some point, we'll collab. Shout <laughs> to me. Come
1: on. Come on. Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll allow you to drop that in Um,
2: So go check that out. Reason to Behold. Um, it's on the On Amazing or wherever you get your podcast as well. But yeah, cool.
0: Holy go. Then I guess this is the Blacksmith's furnace.
2: we were
1: <laughs>
2: Thankfully, nothing that the, the, viewers, the listeners can see. Yo.
1: I bet better. <laughs> anyway,
0: this is the last <laughs> one i decided out. Blah. No, it's just not okay, here,
1: look at <laughs> Such a nerd. <laughs>